The Mitfilets continue to do what they do best, destroy everything they touch. Again, it places them at odds with those foolish heroes who have found themselves playing nursemaid to a trio of gremlins with delusions of grandeur. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor Payne. We're going to have a great time tonight at the mouth of this cave. It's going to be awesome. Everybody else as excited as I am? No. Looking at these mouthy rocks, like, I don't don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I always have good times at the mouths of caves. (laughs) Gross. 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 That's a very loaded statement. That's bad. Yeah, right? I heard you had a pretty good time this la- this past weekend, Ray, doing a comedy festival. Yeah, I did. It was it was uh, it was fun. The place I went to was great. Uh, just in case we have some listeners from that specific area, <laughs> <laughs> this is not like the um, uh, the hot house from last week. Yes, no, oh not at all. God. Not at I all. told Sarah about that. She's like, "That's not a real thing. There's no way." <laughs> Well, oh, guess no. what? That guess what? Is. You guys can relive your honeymoon when you come to Lansing. We we were saying, <laughs> Sarah's like, let's just cancel the idea of the escape room. Let's just do the hot house. It's a different kind of escape room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I was in a town where there were more DUIs than there were people, um, which was great. Sounds like that's Michigan. It does, actually. No, yeah. No, there was a comedy festival. Uh, I got booked to they I felt I if so, as everyone here knows, I am the biggest piece of shit that there is. And <laughs> at this point there's no reason to, to deny it um but these people didn't know any better so they treated me like royalty I, a car picked me up from the airport um they like wow. bought all of my food and drink they i had they i had like an airbnb that they put me up in and wow. they like were like do you need any errands do you, you didn't send us a writer and i was like do you know who i am exactly i'm not i don't deserve a writer <laughs> Um, but it was a lot of fun. The comedy was super, super awesome. And I got to promote this podcast quite a bit. Um, I did a podcast while I was up there and they were like, so what do you do? And all this kind of stuff. And I started talking about role for intent and that all, the, and you know, a couple of guys up there play D and D and that kind of stuff. So I was explaining Pathfinder and I was talking about role for intent. They're like, well, and the people were coming up to me and asking me about it. And it was cool. It was, it was, awesome to have people genuinely interested in a non-comedy podcast um Ouch. no really this is a joke dude what are you talking about <laughs> i know right? thing's a joke yeah seriously and, i can't uh, believe some of you are still here yeah honestly. oh god yeah. i think it is a joke that we have made it this far and there's still people around i think right, that's what is what this 48 yeah 47 47 i think i remember when we started this that trevor's original goal was if nothing if nobody ever listens to us at least we can make like 10 episodes and then just say we did it Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. exactly what it was. It's like, okay, we can just prove that we tried it. And if we get literally no listeners by like episode, you know, 10, 15, and we had, we had almost 200 downloads that first weekend. Yeah. Pretty rad. Well, thanks moms. Right. I know. Yeah. Right, seriously. Thank you. Thank you all of our friends and family. Uh, I'm sure that's who most of you are. Hey, I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Um, one of the, so the podcast I did there, I just want to give them a quick shout out. Um, just because they were so gracious in letting me talk. We, I talked about roll for a tent for like easily five minutes of his podcast, which was supposed to be a comedy podcast, but he just let me roll with it. So I do want to give him a, give him a shout out. His name is Jake Silverberg. He's a comedian up in um, the Oregon area. He, uh, the podcast that he did, if you want to listen to, I had a great story about doing stand up at a at an all male strip club, fully nude. Um, that was great, and you, you can nude? hear that story. Why have Everyone we not else talked was. about that on here? <laughs> we can, we can talk about that. Um, I'm sorry. sorry, but the podcast itself was great. Save it for the fiftieth. I know, right? <laughs> what am I fucking doing with my life? <laughs> Todd's lived like a thousand years and had a million different applications or obli- like jobs and whatnot yeah. in his, I think, 36 year existence. How what, old what, are you? 38. Are you timeless? One topic at a time. Let's, let's finish just, <laughs> how this podcast. About, yeah. I want to hear more yeah, about Yeah, like Raven. there's just, I feel boring. <laughs> yeah. It's, see, none of this happened on purpose though. That's the thing. Or just become a comic and then the craziest shit will happen to you. Um, and yeah, I could tell, I could tell that story if you guys want to hear it. I don't, I don't think I've lived this life and I saw just a blur and then someone talks so like at the podcast, they were like male strippers. And I was like, oh, I have a story about that. And then I just, <laughs> it all floods back in like I, like a fever dream. So I can tell you that story. <laughs> a hot, sweaty fever yeah, dream. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys want to hear that story? I can tell I'd it love to hear that story. You know what? It's, it, it, we'll mark it here. Cut this. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can, agree with Todd. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I, the after dark content goes for yeah. the Patreon. Yeah, you yeah. can but, talk about the time I just talked with my dick out to this yeah, entire no, other but, crowd of men with their dicks out. Seriously, Raymond, when you go into this, if, if this does go Patreon, I want you to, I mean, do not slack on descriptions. I want to hear every yeah, adjective <laughs> you have for every vein you saw. So the podcast that I did, it was called, I'm going to read it directly off because what you guys didn't hear is I fucked it up the first time. <laughs> the Jake Silberman show. Um, that is the name of the podcast. Um, his, all of his social media stuff is the comedian Jake. And uh, yeah, check him out. Really, really funny dude. Uh, Oregon comedian. He's in Portland and he's, he does the road all the time. He'll probably be in cities near you. He does the road all of the time. He lives in his van. Actually, he has a, he has a van and he, he lives in it. That's two Jakes. I know that have vans. Both of you guys. <laughs> hey, um, he just not lives much in longer. His. I'm selling this piece of shit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, or you can move into it and live yeah. in it like him. And then there's two Jakes that both live in vans. You know what? That um, that doesn't sound too bad at this point. <laughs> and and I mean, then we can use rent free properly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna Google just to be just to triple check. Um, his last release was on May 13th. It's, I know it's on on Spotify. Um, it's on Apple Podcasts. Too. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. Perfect. Perfect. So yeah. Uh, the Jake Silverman show. And yeah, I, I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm sure that episode will be the, out by the time this episode comes out. So make sure to go give it a listen. It's me, the headliner of that weekend. Um, super funny comic and him. And we just shoot the shit for, for an hour and talk about comedy and talk about podcast stuff. And yeah, it's awesome. Check it out. I, awesome. unless, unless he cuts it, unless he cuts that bit, then, then, <laughs> then it will we'll make sure to put uh, the link to the episode in our show notes for this episode. So, yeah. And absolutely. it does look like there's also a Jake Silverman podcast, which is all about tech stuff. <laughs> ah, so if you end up there, you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just learn about tech stuff. Why not? There, look there. <laughs> so Ray, I got to hear this uh, strip club story. Okay. So this was, oh. hmm, <laughs> okay. hold on, let me, hold on. Let me unzip my pants. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Everybody get ready. Everybody prep. <laughs> Um, so I was, it was my first tour that I ever did the maiden voyage tour, which it was a self booked stand up tour that I did. Popping the cherry, so to speak. Yes, it was. My, I should have called it that. <laughs> it was That's the what I maidening it. tour. Yeah. Right. I should have, I should have named it the cherry popping tour. Um, 
And so I, I just honestly, I just blindly sent out emails and text messages and Facebook posts to all of these bookers and all of the states that I was going to be in. And I was like, Hey, my name's Raymond. I've met a lot of you. I haven't met some of you. I would love to do these shows. And it was sort of just like, Hey, you're doing this show at this time. Boom, 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 boom. So I went from Washington DC to Arizona. And the day I arrived, I got two shows booked. One of them I knew was at uh, a place called Lolo's chicken and waffles. And I was like, perfect this is going to be a great show and it was at 5 30 just like dinner Ooh. rush with children and it was like awful it was the worst show and then after that it was just at the show and it was just called like like the the, the 87 bar or something like that it was I, there was no name on this venue it was just called the whatever bar and i show up and it's it says strip club and i was like it's pretty normal that to do shows in strip clubs. I mean, it's like when you're doing bar shows, it's, it's you got, there's a back room or it's like cleared out or whatever. Why is that um, normal, Raymond? It's just as a comedian, you do. I've done bowling alleys. I've done literal alleyways of like places. I've done sushi <laughs> restaurants. I've done. He's starving. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Homeless shelters. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've done, I did a VA or a, a VFW. I did a VFW. I've done multiple VFW get, shows. Elk Lodge. Just random shit. Mm. There's, I so mean, like, you do. St- if, if you're like a, like a strip club, do you like go up on the stage with the strippers with all like the. So, so I, okay, I've done, I've done, isn't there actually like a famous like YouTube series about comedians doing a show in a strip club and Howie Mandel loses his shit because he's a germaphobe. Yeah. Uh, and he's I, like, I, I don't want to touch this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, there, I don't know what it's called, but I've definitely, I know that bit you're talking or that clip you're talking about. I've done probably three or four strip clubs. Um, every single time it's like they're, they're, not there's nobody stripping currently while I'm trying to do stand up because that's that would be the worst. <laughs> nobody would be paying attention. I think that would make it better. Really? I'll be honest. Yeah, because because you you don't have to do any of your material. You just turn to the right and just true. riff off of that guy's body yeah, mo- Very true. Very true. Also, how much fun could that possibly? Yeah, be? <laughs> that's true. The very first strip club I did was a sushi restaurant slash strip club. So it was like the sushi Whoa! bar. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was God. like it was oh, like the sushi bar. There's a hair in my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the sushi it was a sushi bar like the bar top and then like to the left was the stage and then there was oh. like uh, tables and then in between tables there was just random poles that was great i remember that show classy um, yeah so so this one um they i like i said i show up and it says strip club i'm like okay whatever this is pretty normal um and i walk in and it's i mean i immediately there's posters everywhere and it's obviously an all-male strip club that's not advertised outside anywhere but inside i'm like okay this is very obviously all male um and i was like whatever it i've it is it is what it is there's nobody here except for people for the show or hopefully there's going to be people for the show i go in and i'm talking (laughs) to the booker and he's like oh hey nice to meet you blah 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 and i see like there's like the comics are over there there's like four people and two of them are like regular dudes that look like me like just regular like you know unattractive unattractive males is what i'm going for <laughs> and then two of the other two guys are like very obviously hot male strippers um and i was like they're they're were they the hot males in your area right they were they they were I, the only hot males in that area absolutely you know, uh side side note what kind of guy does it for you ray honestly firefighters 
<laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Those yeah. guys are. Who doesn't love like a good firefighter? Don't um, come up here. I mean, it's a volunteer fire department. That's oh, a different crew. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they got to be paid firefighters. Those yeah, right? rural right. volunteer guys are just. You know, nobody ever made a song called "Fuck the Fire Department." So I'm yeah, with right. You. Seriously. Well, maybe Ray um, wants to. Yeah, you need to get a, get on that. An, yeah, it's an invitation. So I, I walk up, I was like, are you guys comics? And they're like, well, we're trying tonight. And I'm like, oh, so you're not a comic. He's like, no, we, we strip here normally, but we're just going to try to do stand-up tonight. And I was like, oh, and then they like sort of start taking their shirts off and stuff. And I walk up to the booker and I was like, hey, so like, what time does the show start? It's like, oh, I know there's nobody here, but we're going to start pretty soon. Um, also, I don't think anybody said this to you, obviously, but this is a, this is a nude comedy show. And I was like, What? <laughs> That should be. That's something you should tell me this when is I get entrapment. booked. This yeah, is I was like, entrapment. they didn't tell me that when they booked me. But and you didn't say like, casting couch in there, right? <laughs> and so I was like, well, I 100% will not be getting nude. And they're like, that's totally fine. I was the only one. Everyone else was nude. Um, Including like the other normal looking guys who were there with yeah, you. Yeah, the other dude, okay. the other normal dudes, and then and then they were just they were yeah, everybody performed. And of course, like the the male strippers like looked great on stage, but and there was nobody in the audience except just the rest of the comics. It was just us. It was just us being naked together. <laughs> Good old fashioned no, circle jerk. For no reason. And the, the, but the, the 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 greatest part, the greatest part was uh like the the I think it must have been like the adrenaline. Cause the, like the strippers would like get on stage and then like, it would like halfway through their set, they like went up like this and then halfway. And then towards the end of their set, it just sort of dropped, like piddled back down. <laughs> really? I, thought, I thought being a comedian was just like a big power grab anyways. Yeah. I mean, that's so it's, it's, <laughs> they were excited or nervous. I don't know what it was, but they, they were definitely, um, they were, they were growers. They were not showers. <laughs> And uh, this yeah, one that was a weird place, weirder yeah. than I thought it would go. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I got on stage. I was, I was the headliner because I was the only oh, comic from out of town. Hey, Jesus and I was, like, I'll, I was like, I'll take my shirt off. That's about, that's, that's about as much as I'm comfortable with. Did you got to go down to your underwear at least? Come I don't on. wear underwear. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, true. True. <laughs> that's right. He's going commando at all times. It, it would have been, yeah, it would be the perfect show for me. So two articles of clothing, I'm good. So now I took my shirt off and I was like, nobody wants to see this. And I did, this I is, did like uh, 10 minutes and this is the perfect, uh, reason to have an emergency banana hammock in your bag ah right that would have been glorious how do you put on a banana hammock mid-set <laughs> yeah right. he does it before and he strips out of it yeah <laughs> down to but the yeah hammock. that was that banana was hammock. uh that was one of the worst sets i ever had and the worst shows i ever did um I don't know. Yeah. It sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm told if you want to be a good comedian that you, that has to happen to you at least uh, yeah. uh, several times. Yeah. You have so to have I, I got a question sets. for you then. How was the fondue? <laughs> no, the, just the buffet alone. Yeah, I, did, the, wait, uh, did, they, did they have shrimp? The, they did not have shrimp. They had in a matter of speaking. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, right? It's it's sandwiches. A there were, no there were definitely some peeled shellfish in that yes. place. <laughs> Yeah, there was, uh, it was, it was, I was the trashiest. I'm surprised it, I don't even think that place is still open because it was the, just the worst strip club ever. Even if I was like going to male strip clubs, I, I'd be like, oh, this place is gross. Subpar. <laughs> I don't like this place at all. Three out of five stars. <laughs> yeah, right. Mediocre. The comedy was terrible. <laughs> just. <laughs> you're not even so, funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh my and God. your dick game is trash. <laughs> 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 They were so nice though. And it was like, so I was so like, 
I was just like, this is the weirdest thing. And they were so nice and supportive. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, that, luckily this weekend was not like that. This weekend was much better. Although I had to kick a, a, some drunk guys out of the show because they were just being ridiculous. But other than that, it was good. It was fun. Nice. Oh, were you hosting? Yeah. No, I was featuring. I did 25 minutes, oh. baby. Wow. Wow. Nice. Damn. What, where? Yeah. I'm going to find uh, a newer set of you on, on YouTube or something. One of these days I'm going to find there, you. Yeah. There's gotta be, there's gotta be some yeah, new there's stuff. There's gotta be something from this weekend, right? No. Uh, yes, or, there or is the actually, yeah. ironically enough, my phone, I started recording, my phone ran out of storage. So they used someone else's phone and then put it right where they kicked the drunk people out. So like that Perfect. part of my set is just fucking ruined by drunk assholes. Um, but there will be a video. It hasn't gotten sent to me yet, but there will be a video. And, nice. uh, yeah. So, <laughs> That was my weekend, guys. How about yours? <laughs> you know, I think we're we're just gonna have to talk about off the wall shit all the time, just so that we can, you know, light the bulbs in your brain, so that <laughs> you could you could remember all I these know. odd shows that you've done. Oh, because, yeah, for fucking real. That seems like like to to headline a comedy show at an all male strip club would be at the forefront of my mind as a comedian <laughs> for a good amount of time. I mean, that in was fact, six years I, ago, five years ago. Well, yeah. Well, good point. I do drink a lot. so it may- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. You don't have any fucking, I, none of you know, except maybe Joe. Oh, but yeah. I have drank with Todd. It's scary. It's oh, a full really? contact sport. Ooh. Oh, geez. <laughs> You will die. We're going to we're going to wreck the hotel bar. We're going to do a. We're going to do. You don't understand. He just doesn't. He he. he, It takes so much for him to get drunk. Yeah, it's just bottle after bottle of sangria (laughs) when he used to (laughs) host games. It's it's really more of like a volumetric impossibility. Yeah, Yeah, I just like drink with him, and then like halfway it hits you, and you're like, I, I, we this session better go six hours, or I can't drive home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it went eight yeah luckily <laughs> we're gonna try to find a, a bar to have some sort of meetup at where we can go and hopefully if there's any venn diagram where our fans that listen to the show and people that go to gen con overlap in any way whatsoever we might get four or five people to show up at the bar that'd be great yeah some people but yeah, we're gonna find like a fun. bar and um let- i will get incredibly drunk with you off of like two beers because I am a very lightweight when it comes to alcohol. Raymond will find the best all male nude bar. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. I was gonna say if you're if, if any of our fans show up, I will show you the thrill of throwing shopping carts. I'll do it. You'll. I'll take you to the closest. I'll walk you I to the know, closest man. grocery store. I do not that, condone this. That might actually be. A, that might actually be a crime in Indy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They'll fight you in the street. Yes, I believe they refer to themselves as Indian animals. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Well, you know what? You guys oh, may have run across some Indian animals or whatever that weird word was <laughs> in the Immin wood outside this cave. Yeah, these things suck. Indian animals? Yeah. We're in for a fun time tonight because this week you've got a map. It's not just theater of the mind because Ray has a computer that didn't burst into flames. Yeah. yeah. This is awful looking. Mm-hmm. So last week, uh, you guys uh, made a plea with Boss Scrog to uh, leave the mushroom cave. He did not want to leave for obvious reasons. Kashak was li- willing t- and ready just to fucking kill him. And Yosef was not down with that. They explored deeper into the cave because the Mitflits were afraid of doing so. Found some large pool, 
with some large mushrooms growing on the outside rim of it, and then a slipway down underneath a waterfall that spiraled down at least 150 feet uh, before you ran out of rope. It felt like you were kind of close to the bottom, like it trickled into a lake, but you weren't about to go down there. The Mithlis moved farther into the cave, uh, out of the way of Hattie and her mushroom growing, and uh, Hattie agreed to lead you to the other cave that you were going to investigate the missing kobolds at. You got there, uh, you saw the ground moving a bit, you tried to test it by uh, mage-handing some rocks around, you saw that there were these little stones, little cuboid stones that had geode-like mouths that would snap and bite at you. As you're standing there, they were beginning to surround you. And as those things drew closer, disturbed by the noise, two kobolds start to slowly walk out of the cave mouth. And there are these spiral-shaped shells on their head and tentacles dangling out of them. And gentlemen, thus begins a round of combat at the mouth of this cave. What are we going to do with that combat, guys? We're going to roll initiative? We're going to roll some initiative? Start the start the episode strong right into a combat. Has this ever happened before? Where we yeah it happened yeah. The episode what forty? We started yeah mm-hmm. opens immediately with the initiative. All right, so let's start with Joe. What'd you get? I got a uh, fourteen for a twenty. Excellent, not bad, not bad. Uh, Yosef, I rolled a fifteen for a twenty-four. Well, even better. Roll off. Uh, Billiam. I got an 18 for a 24. Another 24. Roll mm. off. Duke it out. You son of a bitch. Solus. That is a 20 for a 27. Ooh. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Natty, 20. And Tovin. 10 for a 19. You all did pretty good. Good job. Good job. Let's get a roll off between William and Yosef real quick. Now, before you do the roll, the roll off, rules is written... Any tie, the monster goes first, and ties between players, they simply decide amongst themselves who wants to go first. Go ahead, decide, I don't care. Because I guess it doesn't really matter, because you can always delay your turn until after anyway, so may as well decide. Let's, let's, uh, which one, which one of you wants to go first? I want want Billion to go first. I'll go first. I rolled terribly, but I'll go first. (laughs) I rolled a two. I rolled a four. (laughs) Yeah, you would have won anyway. Okay. Yeah, I'll go first. All right. Fuck this thing up. Adjusted up in the initiative, and I'm going to roll the initiative for all these little nasty goobers. Initiative's been rolled. Solus, you get to open up combat, and I'm going to retcon something real quick. I think last week I said that these things came out holding spears. They're not holding spears; they're holding picks. All right, that's Gentlemen. actually better news. The, co- the kobolds, obviously. The kobolds, the, yeah, with the uh, the shell helmets. Right. Okay. Do these kobolds look like? decrepit in any way like have they been decomposing as far as i can tell or uh, anything like not that you can necessarily tell i don't know if i can save them but we gotta try i was just gonna say that on my turn i can roll on a medicine or something on that cool all right solus you're up well um this so really happens i'm usually not the first one to go okay uh, i'm gonna draw my sword and my shield and then for my third action, just raise my shield. Excellent. Let me go ahead and begin this encounter. It's kind of essentially the exact same thing. It's just like total defense. Okay, this creature here uh, 
just coming out of the mouth of the cave. He has this thing attached to himself, and he is going to move twice. His little buddy here, attached to his head. And after that second move, he's going to lunge at Billiam with this pick. Bring it on. Let's see how well it does. Oh, that's a 10. I think that's going to be a miss. Total? 10 total? 10 total. Miss. Yep. All right, that's the end of his turn. This swarm of things to your south is going to... You can see the rippling on the ground of these these pebble-like things. And it flows up towards this trio of Kashak, Solas, and Tobin. He comes up into your, your space, and, and you all feel these, these, these bites uh, on your legs. And it's like these things are flowing up your legs. I need to know the fort- each of your fortitude DC, the three of you. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I have an 18. Okay. You're fun- you, uh, everybody keep going. What you got? You have an 18 for fort? For four save? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mine's five. <laughs> Mine's eight. You have a 15. <laughs> um, and you have an 18. Yeah. Okay. So, Kashuk, you go prone. Okay. And everything on uh, where this thing is standing is now considered difficult terrain as well. Cool. All right, Billiam, you are up. All righty. Well, this guy just got way up in my space, and I am not happy about it, and I'm going to start raging. Go for the thing on his head. I already have my maul out because I baseball batted that that little right, rock. You did. Yeah. You did. Not a um, bad decision at all. Yeah. So I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to just as he's running up towards me and he's he swung at me with the pick and I'm just one. I mean, is it two different things like is the thing on his head and his the body two yes. different? Do I need do I need to focus my attack on one of those? No, you can um you can focus the attack on the thing on his head. Okay. I assuming Kashak does yell that. You yell focus on the thing on his head, so that's what I'll do. Um go for a big go for a hit. And let me make check my thing over here for my mall. It is am I raging? I feel like I'm supposed to be plus eleven when I'm raging, but I'm maybe not. I thought I was. Consult Christian. That's weird. Oh well. I feel like it's always been plus eleven, but now it's plus ten. Are you drained still? That is a 19 for a 29. Mm, Boom, baby. (laughs) That right there is actually a crit on this thing. Oh, wow. You crit the the head tentacle thing. Unfortunately. The head squid. Yeah, I don't get to. uh, It's on fire or anything because I didn't use my Holandra. But oh, well. Critical damage. For 30 wow. points of damage. <laughs> I guess it's not good to be the size of a T-ball tee. <laughs> yeah, right? You come down on this thing and shatter this this thing on its oh, head. Fuck. And you and kill the it kaboom. explodes into this 
mass of quivering tentacles and viscera, and it starts cascading down the head of this kobold. But the maul continues through and crushes the head of this kobold as well. But as you crush it, as you crush it, you realize it crushed so easily because... The head is completely empty. Oh, oh shit, it was sucking its brain out. Johnny, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Cash Act. This is <laughs> awful. And so it keeps getting wings. worse. That was so, that was disgusting, but that just saved me in action. But wasn't that awesome, and guys? it <laughs> dies. Oh, do it again. Fuck. <laughs> Dang, what I can't a do freaking it again. opener, dude. Holy shit. Jeez, um, you all right? Um, it's like no, yes, no, <laughs> yeah, yes. I know. Um, I can't do it again because uh, you know what I could do though. Do I notice a change in any of these two uh, gobble mites? Gobble mites? No, I don't. No, mm. except for the one that's um eating on me? top. Yeah. Oh, eating you. so okay. So here's a, <laughs> I, it had moved on our map, but it's close to me. Yeah, that's that's where it's close to. You. I'm sorry. I no, no worries. So, but am I able to attack? Do I attack it as a whole? Yeah, it's a swarm. Okay. okay, gotcha. So then, yeah, I'll gonna I'll go down and boom. And I'm so, should cash act, Should I hit this thing or I feel bad now? I, yeah, fuck those rocks <laughs> up. And I just come down <laughs> one more time. Um, hopefully, I could do something similar. Uh, Fourteen for a nineteen. Yeah, plus five. 19. That would be a hit. Ooh, okay. Oh, uh, Christian, wow. bludgeoning yes. on a swarm. Isn't there? Uh... It's the only thing that works, isn't it? Doesn't it help, no, that, right? that does work. Okay. Yep. No, it does. it's not resistant to bludgeoning. No, it's not resistant to bludgeoning. Yeah. All right. Give me that damage. That is 17 points of damage. Oh, Beautiful. my God. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> this rocks. An 11, on, 11, that D12. Yep. 11 on. on a 12. Oh, my uh. Lord. So much for me being like, this don't be a deadlift. Come back, guys. Don't worry, Trevor. You make our lives difficult every day. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I do. This is what's supposed to happen. (laughs) And uh, that will end Billiam's turn with a big grin on his face. Nice. All right. Yosef, you're up. Wow. I just watched you like... It was like watching a railman drive a spike. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just right? destroyed that thing. I'm, I'm standing five feet to the south of you. And I'm like, oh, my God. Knowing what I know about swarms and after Billiam's attack with his hammer or maul, I feel like my slashing weapon is going to be very ineffective. Um, are you going to make me roll a knowledge for that? Because I'll do it. Is it you slashing? Can if you if you want to get knowledge on this thing. I thought yeah. it was piercing. Mm-mm. You know, either way, I don't have that either. But it's a swarm, and it's like a a rock. And usually, things like that take more from bludgeoning damage rather than slashing. Just just grab a rock with it, and then fling it. Just <laughs> what if it bites me? Just just do I, it. I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go get the other kobold. You you guys can handle this better than I can. And I'm going to start moving uh, towards the other kobold to the north because I feel like I would be very useless against a swarm of rocks. Um, but first, before I do that, I'm going to roll that knowledge check, uh, okay. just to be sure. Uh, what do I need to roll? Uh, that is going to be occultism. Okay. I have a plus seven. Roll a nine for a 16. Uh, what do you want to know about it? Um, specifically, can my whip, since it is a magical plus one weapon, damage it? Or is uh, it only it would be half able to damage? damage it, but uh, you would assume that these stones, as you ascertained as a player, 
will be resistant to slashing and piercing damage. Will it also, as a swarm, just be resistant to my damage in general or not? No. Just pal- okay. uh, uh, piercing and slashing are the resistances it has. Piercing and slashing. Okay, well. Uh, do I have another question I can ask? No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm guessing because it's a swarm that I cannot flank it. So it is probably immune to sneak attack damage. Bingo. Fuck. All right. Well, uh, then, yeah, I'm going to go deal with the uh, the uh, other cobalt. So I'm going to move 20 feet this way. I clicked first already once before. That's why it's registering as like 15 more feet than it should. Uh, 25. I can get up next to it. And uh, in that time, I, I, I feel like I ask this question all the time. Can you like draw a weapon as part of a movement? No, no? you cannot. Okay. Um, oh, no. That cost me two movement. So, yeah, I'll have to manifest the whip right next to it. But you're out of actions anyways. You used a recall knowledge check and you moved twice. Yeah, you're out of actions. Yeah, I'm out of actions. Go on. All right. So, (laughs) this creature that you're near on the kobold, the the kobold's there. Um, I don't know that I have to do this. I don't know. Christian, you tell me if there's a a specific rule to this or if it's a GM fiat thing. I don't like this. Um, I delayed my action as a creature. I probably should have told them that, though, right? No, they don't um, need to know that. Yeah, because they didn't <laughs> know. Yeah, exactly. So this thing on its head mm-hmm. plops off at it, and the cobalt oh. falls to the ground dead. Oh. And this tiny creature moves into your space. Oh. And its tentacles try to begin to wrap oh. around you. Oh, no. And... Little does it know it's going to starve. Let's see. It's going to try to grab you. That's a natural <gasps> 20. Of course it is. And you are grabbed and at a crit. It's restrained, yes? Of course. This always happens. Well, it... No, because it's actually... That's the thing, because the grab is a rider on top of the attack. You have to spend an action I to grab. I did an attack. I just did, I just did uh, an athletics check to, to grab. Oh, okay. Then yes. yes. If that's all you were doing, then yes, he is restrained. Yep, you are now restrained. Oh. By this creature. Cool. And Joe, you are up. Kashak, laying on the ground in this pile of terrifying, biting, cobble creatures. Yeah, I feel like this would have made quick work of me. Um, But can I try to stand in difficult terrain? You can. All right. Let's give that a go. Do I roll for it? No, just stand. It's okay. not shifting. So there's a difference between like shifting, which would be, I guess this would technically be shifting difficult terrain, but I'm not going to roll it as that. I think that's dumb. Did I see Yosef uh, get grabbed? I don't know. Uh, I screamed, you it's got me! <laughs> there we go. Now you know. <laughs> the other one's dead. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. Get oh, it shit. off. Get it off. Um, if I use telekinetic maneuver to do like a grapple or something on it, like could I could I grab this thing from a distance and do something to get it off of him? Uh can you redo that pop you noise can you do, did again earlier? <laughs> you could I think you could do um well you'd have to aid the escape. So I don't know that telekinetic maneuver would work for that. Alright. Uh technically if he succeeds at shoving it, he does shove it off. Oh, there we hmm. go. So you can teleconnect and maneuver attempt to shove. Okay. So instead of looking out for my own hide. Uh, you got the range for it? 
at 60 feet. Yeah, until they got the range. Um, So, uh, hopefully Atsu's got my back. Get the fuck off my buddy. And I'm going to telekinetic maneuver and try to, like, wrench this thing off of his, I imagine, his leg. I don't know if that's correct. It's, uh, it's making its way up. It's wrapped around his entire torso at this point. I don't like it. Okay, that's a 14 for a 23. Nice. And you shove it off of him. Wow. Five feet. Wow. In this yeah. direction. Wow. <laughs> that's a really cool thing. That God. is really. Yeah. That's going to be a hero point, right? I yeah. Was just <laughs> and remember, guys, we've got boom. I was oh, just. Right. I was going to use. I was going to use it last mm-hmm. turn, but I, I just totally forgot. I'm going to use it this upcoming. All right. Well, that's all I can do for my turn. So uh, I'm going to be like, oh, thank goodness. I'm going to try not to get eaten by these fuckers. That's the end of my turn. Is that that's all your actions, right? You, did you take an action to stand? Yes, I yeah. did. Okay, so and then teleconnect maneuvers too. Perfect. All right, Toby, you are up. <sighs> um, I'm torn. <laughs> do I? Are you out of faith? <laughs> do I? Well, <laughs> do I pander to the crowd or to our listeners, or do I uh, actually play a support character? I think you know what to do. Yeah. Also, do. No, go ahead. What no. you, what's, I want to know what your opinion hey, also, is. I, I was just going to say you should do what Toven would do, not what Todd would do. Uh, you're I, right. I disagree. Toven's a lot more <laughs> impulsive than Todd. <laughs> um, Let me give you some useless advice and say just do what comes natural. I don't think that anybody was ever going to get healed this round. I think it was going to come down to exactly <laughs> what we think. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No matter what. Um, hmm. Oh, God. I'm just trying to think of what... Uh, okay. Yeah, I think I'm just going to... Uh, Moonbeam! This swarm moon that's been attacking. That <laughs> just tripped Kashak and apparently just, uh, just trying to crawl up my leg in, in a non-sexual way for once. Um, you said crawl up your leg in a non-sexual way for once? Yeah. You know, the way What is rocks coming do. on to you? Tovin has had a life, man. <laughs> <laughs> he spends a lot of time outside at night. You don't want to know about the things he that did, are out uh, at night. stand up in an all-male news trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. You sleep in a lot of weird places, so it's just probably always crawling up your leg. <laughs> it's true. Um, okay, so I'm going to attempt to attack this, this swarm, and... Ooh, I got a 14 plus 9 for a 23. Damn. Damn. Give me that damage. Okay. Ooh, that's 2d6. Yeah. Uh, that's a 2. And a 4. For 6. And unless uh, silver or fire, uh, fire and does any extra damage. And the light from your moonbeam, it begins to bleach these stones, and they burn away into dust, and you've oh. destroyed what's left of this swarm. Hey! Oh, oh, nice. oh shoot! Oh, Tobin! Tobin is strong! <laughs> and, uh, um, I think to celebrate, he's gonna give Solus guidance. Or no, sorry, uh, Billiam. And that'll be it for Tobin. Excellent. Sounds fun. Sounds very fun. I hate you. <laughs> All the fun that I planned for these uh, combats, you just just ruin it. Yeah, I mean, you do have general, genuine fear instilled in us, so I'm like, okay, yeah, right. anything I could do to minimize my own suffering, <laughs> right? This is like, all panic, panic, panic. This other swarm of these things moves into the space occupied by Toven, Billion, <sighs> and Kashak. 
And I need everybody to give me a reflex save. Oh, it was four earlier. <laughs> different things. Different I things. Know, I know. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's a natural three for a ten. Okay. Ten for a sixteen. Okay. Seventeen for a twenty-three. Damn. All right. You are going to take half damage, Tobin. Cool. Uh, so, and Did everybody else. Fail? I'm half as effective as everyone else. Anyways. And everybody else is going to take full damage. So you're going to end up taking not a whole lot. Uh, six for Billiam and Kashak, a bludgeoning, Aww. and Tobin takes three. Nice. All right. Only my temp is out. is going to use Retributive Strike to I protect do. Kashak. I love you too. <laughs> it's acts of service is his love language. <laughs> just slice down at the ground and see yeah, just how much half the damage you can do. Yeah. So I don't re- actually know that Solus can do that to this. In the in retributive strike, in the like the actual action, it says uh, an enemy damages your ally. It doesn't right. say it's, an enemy strikes okay. your ally. Or, yeah, okay. Okay. that got, got me for a long time too. Okay. Can you use your shield like a chair and like in WWE and just? Like, <laughs> I remember, you don't have a long sword. You're still using that crappy. Li- oh no, you do have a long sword, I'm but it's not Lucy. magical. Yeah, yep. it's, got, it's got Lucy. Yeah, he's got Lucy. Yep. And it, it really, I think she uh, she has her own remember, kind of magic. I don't think you should. Not D10s the way you've been doing it. It's not just uh, Lucy yeah. though. Don't forget Ricky's there too. It's true. Okay. So. Reduce the damage you take by five, Kashik. God, I love you. Okay. Just to make sure this is a D8. Sorry. Yep. Okay. Now I'm going to attack it. Rolling to hit. And this guidance gives me a plus one. I did not give it to you. No, I gave it to Billiam. Sorry. No, I... get fucked. You didn't get guidance. Yes. <laughs> Are boons in action? Do they cast in action? Uh, no. Be, Just a hero use, point. Use two hero points and get a boon. Oh, well, I'm out of hero points anyway. But... Is it two or one? I remember you said... Something. Yeah, actually, we're going to make it one because two yeah. is too much. That's what right. we that's, that's a question. We were saying that we we typically get a hero point every session. Are You're we going to get you get a free hero point every session? So, okay. Kashik, you have. So a hero I need point. to add one. Okay, me too. Okay. Uh, that is an eight for a seventeen. Uh, that is a hit. All right, rolling for damage. Uh, max damage for sixteen. Nice. That's Fuck bad. That rock. But you know, <laughs> you can hear that the sword clinging off it. You know. Not as effectively as you yeah. like, as it ping, ping, ping against it and just kind of digs in it rather than crushing things. Digs down into the dirt, doing a glancing blow off of a group of these things. But I need everybody to make another reflex save. Mm. Oh no! Don't like that. Oh, that's bad news, Bears. I got a nine for a Ooh, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! Ooh. That's a nineteen for a twenty-six. Nice. nice. <laughs> You're gonna take half. I got a seven for a six, or sorry, a 13. All right, so uh, Billiam and Tovin are going to take full damage, and Kashak will take half, psh, two points. Yeah. It's the max ah. damage, so Kashak, you'll take one point. Wow. Yeah. That's the end of this thing's turn. Solus, you're up. <laughs> okay. Uh, emboldened <laughs> by that success, I'm going to try to attack it again. Here's Good. attack number one. Three for a 12. That's uh, definitely a miss. That's a miss. Okay, I'm going to attack again. Natural 20. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Who needs guidance now? (laughs) You get a deific boon. 
<laughs> right? Come on, somebody use the freaking boom. That is uh, 24 um, yeah. points of damage. Yeah, uh, it's, there, it's not calculating your damage correctly because Shining Oath only applies to undead. Oh, is it applying oh. Shining Oath? It yeah, is. So it's giving uh, you your Shining Oath has been on, and it's only for retrib- Retributive Strike, it looks like. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you um, think about it, rocks have been dead for a really long time, whatever <laughs> they used to be, right? And if they're oh, shining, yeah. it's only yeah. for retributive strike. Okay, yeah, I had the box checked. Sorry about that. So, um, it should That's be... fine. We'll just take eight points okay. off of that. Okay, sure. I forgot how to see the boons. Uh, you, you can't see the boons. You it draws one. It. I draw, draw one at then, random. Uh, I'm going to ruin your guys' fun, and I'm going to... You killed grab... the thing, by the way. It's oh, dead. I did? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Strider kill. That okay. was all right. Um, so, because it's tra- kind of hard to get purchase on this thing because it's a swarm of the sword. So, Solus is going to take a shield, uh, get in down into the middle of the group, uh, put the shield on the ground, and just press down into the dirt, trying to crush them against the earth. Nice. I like it. Noise. It is dead. This thing is going to be so full of scratches. <laughs> right, poor the crystal. No, he's done with it. He knows how to upkeep a shield, even if it's Ricky, and he knows how to upkeep a sword, even if it's Lucy. He'll do a good job before he gives it back to Dilly. These are Dilly's romantic partners. <laughs> oh God! Good old diligent Dilly Danvers. It's true, diligent. That's why they call it diligent. Oh my God! Please never make that Jack Nicholson like face ever <laughs> fucking again. <laughs> if I could have, oh my God! <laughs> I don't like it. All right, does that conclude your turn? You have one more yeah. action, don't you, Solus? Uh, no, the first one you yeah. just missed horribly. All right. No, yeah, and the second one you got a natural 20 on, oh, so you okay. have one more action. Uh, then for my third action, I'm going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, just up and towards Yosef. Excellent. Billiam. Yes. Rage Meister. So... I was looking at some of my feats, and I think I can actually finally use Sudden Charge. What? Because it's going to take... So it says I need to stride twice, and if I reach the creature at the end of your movement within melee range, then I get to do an attack at the end of my second movement, and then I still get my third movement. Nice. Christian, correct me if that's wrong. Oh, you're fine. It's a two action. It it lets you do essentially double move and then hit. And then my third action. Yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, Rad. this it's going to be boom, bam, which would be, I mean, any of these wow. spaces, but, yeah. but, and then that will end me right at my second action and I get to attack. I, is there, do I still nope. get like no penalty, no, no penalty, nothing. Oh, nope. Awesome. And so I'm going to do my first attack and that same thing. I'm just going to like, like uh carnival games when you see the little platform the and you try to get striker. to the top. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just imagine like I was like trying to wipe goop off of me after this thing just got yanked off and I'm standing there and all of a sudden dun, 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 and you're like running at me with a hammer over your head. The eyes are I'm black because so I'm raging so my, my eyes are black and I'm like I just feel like I'm screaming. Just come down. <laughs> Let me hear you walk back. And I got a 16! A 16 for a 26! That's a, that's a hit. Okay, no crit. It's not a crit. That's fine. But it's that's a hit. Fine. So that's damage, and we are going to roll it on here. That's a cool spin. Oh, man. Uh, so I got 8 for 14 damage. Golly, that's good. And that's then, good. And then once, it's, it's like when you chop wood and you come down, and then you like one hand up and pull it back and... 
God! One more time, right back down on it. That is a 14 for a 19. That's a hit. God, Billy, nice. you're on fire. <laughs> right? Oh. Oh. One for a seven. Describe your kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So I go, I, I bring it down, and I like, as I bring it down, my eyes are black. I can't see anything. And I I like, the first one did well, and I, I come up. I see Yosef like, oh, God, oh, God. It's just five and feet so away I, from I me. Have like, I have like some restraint on the second one. I'm like, oh, no. And I go, and I just, just clip like the side of it, but it's just enough to like come down and like shoot out the other side. <laughs> like punching a calzone. <laughs> and that concludes combat uh, in record fucking time. That was oh amazing. Guys. You know what? I think everybody for that combat and how well you all did. Uh, and the strategy that you undertook, you're all going to get a hero point for that. I think that was just great. That's how this game's supposed to be played. I loved it. That was awesome. That was crazy. I got to tell you, these things are so cool. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil what what was gonna happen because I think it's so freaking rad is what was what I was planning on doing. Next turn, if that if you hadn't taken that thing off your head, Yosef, it would have driven its tentacles into your ear. You would have went dying too, and you would have been its puppet. Oh. And it would have been able to use you and all your actions to attack. So you would have been going back at everybody else with the whip. Oh, man. Uh, hey, shit. Does that remind you of anything, Todd? <laughs> Tova, Tova goes up and, and puts his hand on, on the, the, the dead Nautilus and says, it's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. Did you just see what Billy just did? <laughs> so, Billiam, you drop out of a rage. Yeah, I'm covered in fucking goop and blood and shit. <laughs> the the ground is cracked from where you just brought this maul down on this shellfish. <laughs> Two rounds. Twelve, not even twelve seconds. You guys sprung into action. Destroyed two swarms of cobble mites. Uh, and dropped two in, uh, in cultuses along with their puppets. Um... This was a severe encounter. Call an apothecary. But not for me. For once. No, no, no. Increase the difficulty. No, we're getting increase the difficulty. We're getting better, guys. I'm full. I have a new sense of pride instilled in me. I think we need to go back and get Solus's sword. I have no fear. That (laughs) telekinetic maneuver right there was. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. That that changed the entire Mm -hmm. tide of the Mm -hmm. the battle with that telekinetic maneuver, Mm -hmm. man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. What is it you do in the aftermath of this pitched battle? Uh, Tovin's going to stomp on the swarm that he had uh, fried with the moonbeam, and he's he's uh, the, the adrenaline's starting to burn off, and he's he's just going to yell, "Nobody makes me bleed my own blood." <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Kashak is super concerned because this is a kobold entrance to a tunnel. Um, He's very much worried about what's going on with these uh, brain bugs or the brain nautiluses or whatever. So he's going to run up and he's got a burlap sack. And he's going to do his best to, like, examine the thing. And I'll be like, Tovin, Tovin, come here, please. Help me discern what's happened because he what he needs to know like if this is infectious like what's going on because warrens are super close-knit like they've got they've got their own infirmaries and like wards to 
they've got their own like uh what do they call it when there's something infectious that is needs to be contained quarantine quarantine, quarantine. They, yeah they've got quarantine wards and stuff like that that they can make it a at snap of finger so they're he's um trying to figure out what's up with that all right tovin's going to saunter back <laughs> now that he's feeling a lot better having gotten away from uh from the hellish glow of the gauntlet. Now he can see the uh, clear sky and he's going to take a look at the kobolds as he's passing by and walk up to Kashak and say, Kashak, did you know any of these? Were, were these friends of yours? Uh, no. Okay, fair enough. What What? what did you need? <laughs> Tobin, as you're walking by the first one, the one that got smashed by Billiam, you notice he's got a a bag slung over his shoulder <gasps> at his side. Of kabolding? <laughs> I think it's more of an older show over the shoulder kabolder holder. <laughs> I love I love throwbacks. <sighs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I I'll uh, I I would love to rummage that bag. Um <laughs> I think I will. Um you yeah. um I find. So I found a like a set Begin to rummage through the bag. And strangely enough... There's another squid roll for initiative! <laughs> it seems bigger on the inside. It is a bag of kabolding! <gasps> and that's what I'm gonna call it! We got no, no it is a bag of kabolding! But you rummel around, r- rummage around in there and you pull out what looks to be a rudimentary bomb of some sort. <gasps> I light it and feed it to Yosef. It says yum on the side, right? <laughs> Yes. Give me that level to YouTube. I don't think I have any skills to check that out. Um, what skill would, would that be? That crafting? Be, that'd be crafting. Okay, I have. I'm untrained, and I know Yosef can craft. So I'm, I'm the skill monkey. Over, give me. Yeah, I'm going to take it to the to Rat Man and say, Yosef, uh, <laughs> can can you make heads or tails of this? I I I have a vague idea of what it is, but what do you think it does? <laughs> Well, let me tell you. Oh, shit. I rolled an 18. Uh, that's a 25. <laughs> Can I roll it as well? I have craft. Oh, you don't need to. Okay, this is it. a lesser pressure bomb. <gasps> it deals 1d4 bludgeoning damage <laughs> and 1 bomb. bludgeoning splash damage. Oh, so hasn't Tobin been like, really shaky and stuff lately? <laughs> tiny or smaller uh, targets would be pushed away 5 feet by an explosion <laughs> from this as well. I added that to the inventory. Perfect. And uh, is that confirmed a bag of holding? No, uh, you could go ahead and roll on it. What would that be? Crafting. Uh, no, well, you could do crafting. You could crafting. do arcana as well, right? I can to, do arcana. Yeah. Either or. Yeah, so identify. does my 25 cover the bag of kabolding? <laughs> uh, a separate rule. Sure. It's a bag of holding type one. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Cool. All right. Thanks for looking at all this equipment. Would you mind telling me what happened to this fucking kobold, please? <laughs> uh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Gladly. Go, go, yeah. help, go help him. I've got this. All right. <laughs> now that I've I've looted this this poor corpse. Uh, Can you check this out? It's a fucking bomb. <laughs> I like that. It's a, that's a, what was it? A bomb of lesser pressure? <laughs> lesser yeah. pressure bomb. I just said, like as soon as you said that, I thought you light the fuse and then it tries to sell you drugs. 
<laughs> the lesser oh. peer pressure bomb. <laughs> I just ask if you want some, man. Hey, do you want to hit uh, this, bro? Yeah, we need to get on that, Yosef. We need a, we need a dozen of those. It starts um, lighting, um, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give this thing a, a, a complete look over. Uh, no needle and thread. I don't. I have no want or need for this. I'll let you roll a medicine check on the co- kobold. Okay. So. Uh, I rolled a 13 plus 11 for a 24. The brain on both of them has been completely removed. <laughs> um, there's little drips and drabs of it, but it was mm. likely eaten by the thing on top of its head. Okay. Oh I, so I'm going to uh, actually stick my finger in the hole where the tentacle was that, that drew out this uh, obvious gray matter. And I'm going to say, Kashak, is this, is this normal for your kind? Yeah, Cash acts like leaning in close. He's like, uh, no, no, normally we don't have holes. Uh, that uh, at least leads to the outside. Uh, except for, you know, uh, not there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, well, the, this thing obviously, this is this is the obvious cause of death. Uh, if we, <laughs> My God, he's going to die! Call me Dr. House. <laughs> it's uh, lupus. Yep. <laughs> it's a strange... Uh, Strange shellfish born lupus. <laughs> no, I look I look inside and the brain has obviously been melted away by this tentacle. This this poor kobold. Why he was addicted to video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my mom is in this podcast now. <laughs> oh god, and then it's also tentacle porn. That's a great cross section. It all comes together. It all goes together. <laughs> um uh, it, is there anything that I can glean from this, like it, it, that we could prov- like? Is there some sort of, I don't know, prophylactic measure we can take for this aside from obviously a a like twelve gauge steel helmet? <laughs> Not really. Don't mm. let it touch you. Okay, fair enough. Um, it tried crawling up me and sticking stuff in my ears. Oh yeah, Joseph. When it touched you and you got that goop on you, did you get all weird feeling in your head? No. Didn't he? Did he? Or no? I mean, no, I didn't have didn't. to roll okay. No, he didn't. Okay. No, it, gotcha. it, it, okay. didn't, it didn't get goop, into his head. Goopy. So. Yeah, when I touched it with my hand. I think you touched the wall goop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specifically I, I, different. Mm-hmm. Squid goop. God, that's that's it's the same squid goop. Uh, last okay. uh, episode, I did a little GM fiat to kind of foreshadow ah. these things. Gotcha. Okay. So, yes. Well, now I know. You're a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> that's me. That's me. You friendly neighborhood GM. Ugh. If we didn't lie, the games wouldn't be fun. So um, both kobolds have had their brains removed, and then there was also an angry pile of rocks to come greet us at the mouth of the cave. Um, this vacation is going great so far. <laughs> <laughs> Did we check the other kobold's, uh, kobold body? I don't think we searched its inventory. Okay. Does the other one have stuff on him? Yosef, would you like to do that? They both have a light pick on them. Okay. But anything else of value? Nah. No, it's really just the bag of holding and this um, small bomb. I didn't, I didn't know this would be here. I haven't seen one of these in a really long time. Hmm. Self-respecting kobold to the end. <laughs> Wonder if you planned on using this. This might be useful though if one of these things, since they're so small, if they get close to you, you can use it to blow them away. It, 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 would it even be right for us to take this with us, or, or to use it for our ends? Shouldn't we return it to what the bomb, or, or, or the bag? I, he, I don't think he gives a shit. He's dead. You have very Kashuk interesting w- views on death, Kashuk. 
Well, I mean, they're gone now. You can see the husk where they used to be. I want to pay him respect. I, I say we'll, we'll burn him, but let's let's make sure that we're not in any immediate danger and make sure that the mission's completed first. Yes, this may be helpful in helping us actually maybe save other kobold lives if we hurry. So Kashak's going to grab him, grab one of the bodies by like the scruff of their uh, protective gear, and he's going to run it up and lay it down next to the other one because they don't really have brains or even one of them a head anymore. And uh, he's just going to kind of give him like a little like double wrap on the chest plate to be like, and Absu preserve you and Absu preserve you and I'll be right back. And he's going to run <laughs> back to the mouth of the cave. <laughs> All right. So uh, that actually raises way more questions than I had initially, which was just uh, what's up with this cave entrance. So let's, uh, how do you guys feel about moving forward? I feel like we have to. Where else are we going to go? I mean, we got options, but uh, I'd rather go here than uh, back to If the there's tie. a chance that there are any survivors inside, we should look. And if there's not, then I still need to know what happened. Yes, I've, I guess, can I ask, have I, have we ever seen these kind of creatures before? Like, what are, what are they called? Where do they come from? You rolled high enough to know that these are called incutiluses. Uh, and they are typically deep ocean dwellers. Ah, mm. shit, I was going to say brain squid. Incutilus. <laughs> a deep ocean dweller. So it shouldn't be on land, is what you're saying. They get up on land from time to time, uh, in desperation looking for something they prefer to eat the brains of more complex life forms. Oh. Certainly not this far inland, then. This isn't that far inland, right? Um, We're just upriver. It's an island, but you're, you're well. Yeah, it's an island, but you're upriver from the coast by like a mile, right? Bull sharks have been seen twenty five miles inland too before. Here, I don't believe in bull sharks. They're cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> just like how Micah doesn't think birds are real, despite being one. Yeah. <laughs> are you calling me a bull shark? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. That's a flex, if anything. Yeah. Mike is just a bird. Yeah. Just a bird. <laughs> He's a cassowary. I think that a cassowary could take a bull shark. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't think about a cassowary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's the plan? Are you going to head into the cave? Nah, we're going to turn around and go back to Atari. Yeah. yeah actually, I, I feel like just going back to the gauntlet and fucking I the dragon. I want to learn about up. the mushroom cave. You know, I, I have been thinking, though. I, I worry that we made the wrong decision regarding um, our choice not to tell anybody else about the faceless stalker right but i also really call it like a cause like a town-wide hysteria well i told rin yeah okay so <laughs> i mean i mean frankly anybody who's interacted with rin is probably safe because rin's pretty smart but mm-hmm. um she's got over 300 years of wisdom under her belt yeah now may know. not it'll, be the time be to worry about this it'll yeah, probably it'll be, be fine. fine it'll probably be fine yeah who cares we don't have to worry about it not worried about it. All right, so really, what are we doing? Going in? Going yeah. home? Cool. I want to go in. You this 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 cave kind of follows the curve that this map has. Uh, for those of you listening, obviously, uh, you can't see this map, but it's got a gentle curve into almost like a, a ravine type thing with vines growing over the top of it, making a rudimentary canopy, and it's got a slightly S-shaped design. And the cave continues around in that S-shaped curve and goes downward. And you make your way in about 75 feet. And there's a cave in 
is this completely Kevin, sealed off. Is this preventing us from progressing? Yes. Would a small pressure bomb aid in our, our Would a pickaxe from one of those corpses outside aid? Or, a, or a mall with giant muscles? Let's get a survival check here. I have survival because I, I am good. the party skill monkey. Don't have survival. Nice. I rolled an 11 for an 18. Isn't it canon that, that Billiam eats rocks? <laughs> Wait, I, I remember that old story I heard as a child a hundred times about Apsu in the cave-in. <laughs> oh. I'll let you roll Apsu lore this one time. <laughs> so you never do this shit again. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're going <laughs> so to open the floodgates, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, That's nice. a 14 for a 21 total in Apsu lore. Uh, Tashak, you notice that... Um, the cave-in has the typical markings from explosives. Like it was intentionally caused. It's the thirsty alpaca all over again. Gentlemen, this cave-in was intentional. Perhaps caused by pressure bombs. It seems as though it was caused by pressure bombs. My only question internally is, was this to give something else time what's beyond this i frankly i'm not authorized to make this call <laughs> is it would you be able to figure it out whether another explosion would cause further cave-ins or would be able to clear the rocks here do you have any idea because the kobolds on the other side may be in a desperate situation let me look the way I see it, there are two scenarios that could lead to this. Either something, either the kobolds were desperate trying to get away from these deep sea horrors. Horrors, sorry. <laughs> I really got to enunciate horrors. that word. Horrors. Uh, uh, or, horrors. Uh, and, and that they, they blasted the mouth of the cave to protect themselves. Or they're already infested and they are, they sacrificed themselves to keep it from getting out. Correct. Which, which way are we leaning here? Is there anything else I can determine from the scorch marks or anything like that? I mean, it's a pressure bomb. You'll, I'll see impact crater. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, can you, can, could he tell if the bomb went off on the outside or on the oh, inside? Oh, yeah, good idea. <laughs> right, I'll see impact from whatever shrapnel came out. I might be able to see Roll places explosive on the engineering. <laughs> you can't really tell where the bomb would have come from, right? Because... It's not like you throw the bomb and it blasts the way that you threw it. It's still going to be a, a radial symmetry explosion, right? Right. Uh, but you also can tell because of the amount of rubble that has fallen, the pressure bomb you have now would do nothing to it. It's not powerful enough. Oh, so this was <laughs> high-grade explosives. <laughs> High-yield explosives. Right, you have a lesser pressure bomb. They go all the way up to major. Right. So at this point, this thing is like a snow globe that we got as a, a trinket for our, right. our destination. Here. Yeah. Given the efforts of uh, four medium-sized, sorry, three medium-sized individuals and two small individuals, uh, how long do I figure it would take with picks to clear this? Two, three days. Fuck. Yeah, we're not doing that. Guys, it take us two or three days to clear this spot and if they collapsed it I hope they also collapsed on the other side or I'm coming home to a series of funerals so I have my reason why this was collapsed and how and by reason I mean potential reason let's 
I don't think we can spend any more time here. I want to get back to Otari and report my findings, if that's all right with you. Very well. I will follow your lead. Now, for the meantime, this seems like a little cave. Safe as houses, am I right? <laughs> yeah, what time is it? It is probably about, I'd say about four, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. If you were to leave now, you'd be hitting Otari about by dusk. I love it. With a quick little stop to tell the Mifflets we found a new temporary housing situation for them where they can't do any more damage, and people that are above my pay grade can make the decision about whether to eugenics them or not. (laughs) Neat. (laughs) I love Cobalt Society. (laughs) Very utilitarian. They're amazingly efficient. Honestly, I think that they could probably do a lot of good for us, and we could coexist peacefully, but uh, I'm not the ambassador. I blow shit up. All right, so you're going to head back to the Mintflake Cave, the Mushroom Cave? Yes. Excellent. If everybody else is okay with that, I'm not... This isn't a cheer-tatorship. I'm going to assume that silence is is not violence, and we're going to head back to the cave with the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Make your way back, you know, with like a 15-minute walk, like it was here from the other cave. I'll make your way in. And the Mifflets are not there. <gasps> Son of a bitch. Do we see any? Also, we just left those kobold uh, corpses just chilling out there. <laughs> yeah, we there did. Too. Somebody's going to say something about me forgetting, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. They're not for Asmund. Do we see any blood? No. Or anything? Oh, my God. The Tinko Town. Oh my god, these things come from water, and there was a subterranean lake underneath where we told them to stay. Ugh. I don't think they can jump this high. That's speculation. I don't know that. Do I know that? I don't even How know. How I can a fucking Nautilus jump, champ? I don't know, but to be fair, I also didn't go all the way down to confirm that there was, like, considerable distance from whatever water might have been down there to the mouth of the hole. I'm not skilled in this. Could anyone see if there's any trace of the Mifflis left behind? Yeah, could we? Can I? Can I roll anything inside of her? This yeah. cave? survival check. Can you survival. Survival. Time. I can survival. do that. Uh, Fifteen for a twenty-two. It's hard to tell because this is um, a pretty rocky cave, right? There's not a lot of way to get um, to get information about footprints and such. But you do find um, at the edge of the water something that looks like a broken tip from Boss Scrog's crown. Oh, no. Oh, the edge of the God. water? Yeah, because yeah, there's, there's a pool in the center of this. Yep. Imagine it's like kind of donut-shaped. There's a 10-foot ring of land around the outside Fair and a pool ring. in the center that's about 15 feet in diameter. Did we ever check how deep the pool is? Mm-hmm. No. But this does feel like a two birds, one, one stone kind of situation. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. Uh, um... <laughs> Is the water clear? Like, yes. If we were to light a torch, could we see, you know, a certain I mean, you amount? You can see to the bottom. Yeah, okay. dark vision. So, it's like okay. a cave pool. All right, but it doesn't, like, go somewhere else. No, nothing and there's you can no... tell. Okay, so we only have 150 feet of rope. Um, if I were to go back down this tunnel, because I have no idea where else they could have gone, can I can, can I look at the mouth of that tunnel, the, the one that goes down super far that's very narrow? No, you wouldn't have been able to... You couldn't see it. It went around a corner before it went farther down. No, I mean, like, the entrance to where that is. Like, that smaller tunnel that goes down. Oh, could you go to that, that entrance? Yeah. 
like maybe see if there's any trace that they went sure. that way because that's the only other way out of here. Sure. Sure. Uh, we have perception. Uh, that's, thank God. It was a seven. I thought it was a one. Uh, 14. Oh, okay. perception? Yeah. Uh, that's plus nine. Uh, 18. Okay. Um, 16. That's a 16. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No trace from here that you can tell. Shit. I still think you cracked it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, <laughs> where did guess. that go? You know, you get stir crazy sitting in one place for too long. <gasps> Wait. During this entire thing, did anybody consider Munch Munch? <laughs> I forgot about Munch Munch. No! <laughs> now I'm sad again. As you say that, you hear a chittering skittering above your head. And you look <sighs> up and you see Munch Munch hiding in a small alcove oh, at the ceiling I, of the cave. I can't oh. speak with animals. Do you have speak with animals? No, I don't even know if that's a spell. I just to see what they're really <laughs> <funny. laughs> Does that count? It'd be vermin, probably, at this point. Or an arachnid, I guess not insect. Oh, shit. Wait, really? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm looking Damn at Damn it. Stuff here. You didn't take that feet, did you? <sighs> no, there's totally a Yusoki feet that lets you talk to vermin. Oh. Right. And I'm nearly positive I didn't take it. Because I was like, I, I even asked you, I was like, will that ever be useful? And you're like, probably not. <laughs> well, that's the thing is now, you know, I'll I'll take a spell slot for it and hold on to it for yeah, the never entire use time. It again. Yeah, never, we'll never come across a chance to use it again. <laughs> bite, like bite, or uh, sorry, munch munch is just going to be a permanent part of our party forever now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Somebody's going to take an archetype that gives them a familiar and come back and take munch munch. <laughs> I'm going to see munch munch and I'm going to be like, oh, munch munch. Where, where's boss Krog? Come here. Come here, buddy. He's afraid. Gonna, he doesn't want to get anywhere near the ground. <laughs> I'm, ooh, I'm going to hold out. Uh, uh, I have um, some rations. I'm going to hold out a little bit of food and see if I can get him to coax him or get him to come down and at least come near. I'm no bugologist, but I don't know if spiders are known for their solid food eating. No, they don't like, <laughs> well, you're telling me they don't like bread, like hardtack or anything <laughs> like that? He has no interest of leaving the space that he's at. Okay. I moonbeam him. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. No. No. And this I... story arc is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's it. We're going home. Yeah. Oh, fuck just... this cave. Fuck Hattie. Fuck the <laughs> other cave. Wait, I wish there was a perception check, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to say something. I'm trying 19. to think of ways to talk Ooh. to Munch Munch. 19. 16, sorry. Plus 6. It's 22. Uh, 10 for a 17. Uh, 7 for a 16. Yosef, you notice something very peculiar about this cave that's different from the last time you were here. The red cat mushrooms that were everywhere are gone without oh, a trace. No. They ate them. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh my God. God. What the hell? We told see, them specifically not to touch the mushrooms. See, oh, the mushrooms. Nobody listen to us when we tell people not to do things. I think that the Mifflets ate the mushrooms because when I think of, like, red mushrooms, I'm thinking of, like, Flyamantia or, like... The bright uh, red ones are the ones you're not supposed to eat, what's right? What's the thing called? There's, like, a, a thing you're supposed to be able to make where you... Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. 
used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening.